A little bit of a dad vibe, but you can tell he yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not, even, not even left, like he, he'll turn it out the second play. Yeah, yeah, easy. Ricky looked like he could be the dude that, like, you take with you just in case some shit pop off, and he ain't even got to do nothing, he just standing there. So when it, give you that. Yeah, so, like, so like, that. now hold on. Now, if I see him, he's stuck with the trim. <laughs> <laughs> if I got my bad set, he's stuck with the trim. Yo, I don't know. Now, when I, I might say, he might need to do this with you that you all know is going to pop off. Like, I'll give it to you because I look like that person. Come when it comes down to it, Somebody gonna say yo, and he done snatched a nigga before. <laughs> he looked like he ain't never lived a day in his life, but he do a lot of y'all work. Yeah, shit. Like, 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 <laughs> that added a little more of a speaking to it right there. When you did it, it was like, oh, shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> then he just bit that bitch down to him. Unnecessary size is true. For no fucking reason. Like, you break the bill, the tracker right there, but you decide. Uh, <laughs> and then the boy just balled his bitch up with two fingers and bite it. You were going an extra mile. Like, yeah, it looked like a quarter where you were doing that. <laughs> You work for Mississippi for Yeah, turn that joint in. You put ridges on that side. Yeah. You can use it. Yeah, where's that whole? I bought that today for today. Because I know. But this is the the point, huh? This is the funny shit. This is right it right here. here. Like in. Wait, when exactly. we done, I guess we could go for like what thirty minutes or whatever, and I'll play so, it back so we can just all listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, take that. Take so it's a recording thing. So I got a question. Can I just read? So we've been going on on me for two minutes. Yeah. That's the first two minutes of the podcast. It is. We, we, but see, we, now, now you're forever embedded in this. So whenever it goes anywhere, <laughs> this is the pilot episode. And then in the future, can we have like an action like so we can know? Like, oh, this, this is the pilot. Oh, that's that's it yeah, it is. <laughs> Show that knows what you are. are. So we just make fun of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like a particular person. Yeah. It was just. It is a intimidating black man. Like every black man. But Mr. Sun shirt. It's like a big lover shirt. Hey yo, when we get done, just just know Charlemagne ain't gonna have shit on us. We gonna have people what we gotta watch our neck in the streets. We can get to talk about somebody. Yeah. Crazy. But it's all in fun. It's all being fun. I'm gonna start the lift when the snatch limo chain up. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I got to get my forearm straight from having that joint. 
Because <laughs> you can't chain. just tug that and run. You can't do a purse snatching on that. Limwood chain is you more to the chef than Limwood. <laughs> Somebody talked about the chain. I said he won't even there. Yeah, they got you, God. God, I just had to speak of the mystique of the chain. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> He got a piss chain and red chain. <laughs> that joint needs to have a name. Like, it just needs to be distinguishable. It's not, it's not a limit chain, it's just the chain. My grandmama bought me that chain. <laughs> but he tried not to tuck it. He I only tuck that joint every chain, every he, day. He's tuck, he tucking in safe places and leaving out in dangerous places <laughs> just to show how hard he is. <laughs> I'm a native of these lands. <laughs> <Right. laughs> if you come, you better come right. He, he tuck it at work, but leave it out in Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> I tuck it at work because I don't want y'all to be intimidated. Because he, he, right. he feels I'm not like, even going to lie. When I seen that joint the first time, I had to take, do a double take, back up, and turn around and question you. Like, but, what well, the fuck is that? Not, do it take away from the validity that the fact that it was a Christmas present? It'd be as you got them. Like, is it still as hard as you got as the first? Nah, there's not one right here. I feel like in the 21st century, it has to be a person. You feel like it gotta be a person. Ain't nobody buying that nowadays. I'm not buying it, first off. I'm not spending my money. And as many gifts as I'm giving out, this is easy. So you get a, a present. Wait, do your wife wear a wedding ring you gave as a present? Yeah, no, no. The no, upgrades you no, gave no, as a no, present? Not that. The sneakers. If it's a present and it's a, a thug image of a present, like, like you know, it's not a thug image, but it's a... Uh, so if somebody give you a gun and you ain't about yourself, do it still make you a thug because you got that gun? No, it doesn't make you a thug. It makes you a, a lawful firearm owner. It depends on how you carry it. Yeah, man. If you carry it on your chest. <laughs> yeah. So... If you walk around with it in your hand, you're a thug. But if you put it in your home and use it for home protection, are you still a thug? So now, now let's go back. Now that he said that, because he said you tuck it, see, but you rock it in Richmond. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're like, like, you like, 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 you wearing like a thug. Like, you, like in business settings, you tuck it. Yeah. But in the city, you, you wear it out. Yes. So if you get a pistol grip shotgun for somebody, and when I go to business, I when I go into business, I tuck it. Yeah. What he's saying is like it, it's like oh I'm gonna just tuck it and let it be my accessory. But in the streets, it's I wish a nigga would. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's I wish a nigga would. I no. feel like it's I'm from this hood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Because you don't go out to you. No. Would, I don't yeah. know about you, no. but if it was me, I wouldn't go no. to Chicago projects and wear no. that shit out there. No. no. But around Richmond, I'm from here. Yeah. I'm supposed to. I'm not supposed to be intimidated in my own home. I'm from here. I'm I'm at home. What? Bridging the Gap podcast, Conscious and Breathing. This is going to be officially season one, episode one. Episode one. One. 
All right, so we got myself, LT. Um, I'll go ahead and go first, talk about what this podcast means to me. Um, this has been a, a work in the making for a while now, and I think that um, when I think of the concept, I just think about us just, you know, what we do. Like, we sit around and talk about, you know, real stuff, have real conversations with real dudes, and we finally came to fruition and, and just decided to record it down. So yeah. it's, it's really a gift to everybody, for real. This is our, our every day, but it's a gift to the listener. I'm giving you my everything, yo! I'm giving it all! Shit like that. So, yo. That's what you got. Yeah, Dutch, Dutch D-Bird, Rod, many names. Bridging the Gap. We, we came up with the name of Bridging the Gap because it's not a huge gap, but you got three black men, and not to go on a, a big diatribe about that, but we're black men. We're black adult men. African-American is cool, but don't water down what I am. I'm a black man. My, we, we, we were black men that went through some struggles, and it's my biggest and my best characteristic. So I'm a black man, you know what I'm saying? But we, we have good conversation all the time. We talk about stuff, and people who come in on our conversations get stuck listening. So we said, hey, let's do this for fun. Let's let's let some other people listen. Let's give it to the world. Yeah, let's give it. Let's give it to <laughs> the world, the 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 county, the city, whatever, <laughs> whoever want to listen. Join our conversation, conscious and breathing. Air Olas Wood. <laughs> w O D Times on Twelve Ounce. <sighs> HP. You know how we do. Eight O Four V A All Way All Day. Last one, and the oldest one of the bunch, yo. Let's be honest, this podcast shit for me was conversation, yo. It was conversations that we normally would have, right? But it's not planned. It's not scripted. It's your honest opinion. It's my honest opinion. It's his honest opinion. It's what we can say when the doors are closed. This is how we really talk. And matter of fact, open the damn door, Cuzzo. Come on in. <laughs> That's how I feel every day. Come on in and see this. It's bridging the gap, conscious and breathing. I'm conscious and breathing. There you have it. There you have it. Bridging the gap, conscious and breathing. Episode one, we got topic one. Who wants to break it up? Who wants to break the ice? Ooh, I'll take it if you want me to. I don't care. Let's do it. Uh, here's my top. Here's what I want to talk to you people about. Uh-huh. Brothers, people, humans, the world. In our culture, are there people who are cancel proof? They cannot be canceled. There's a cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Are there people? I kind of like this. Who story. are not canceled? Who are who are cancel proof? Right. Like Bill Cosby showed, they just showed Bill Cosby was not cancel proof, and Bill Cosby was a lot of people's real dad for real. Yeah, he was the TV dad that none of us had. Mm-hmm. He was a successful doctor with kids and ha ha funny and uh, well, most people wish life could be. Yeah, right. He was not cancel proof. R. Kelly, one of the let's be honest, R. Kelly. Music-wise, it was tremendous, but... Like, cancel his ass. 
True. He's definitely canceled. You yeah, just can't let this on my lap now. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta know, keep it low in the car. Right. But when you're in the house, you can't even play that shit around everybody. You don't want to. You don't want to catch the cancel. <laughs> no. Oh, you don't want to be the person that be like, yo. I normally wouldn't do this, but uh, <laughs> go ahead and drop that remix. <laughs> yo, oh, that's that's the one you quote. You quote. I don't like this. <laughs> Oh man! But we run up on a situation where Dave Chappelle comes and they try to cancel him, and our whole community salute says, "Nah, that's our boy. You never could not cancel our There's boy." There's no canceling Chappelle. None. And, so and, are there others who are not can- who are cancel proof? I think so. Um, I think so. <clears throat> so before I, I say who, I'm gonna say I think that first of all, I, I don't agree with cancel culture. Just because everybody has their opinion, everybody should have their option, right? To cancel the person or not. You know, you can't you can't make somebody else approve of somebody or disapprove of somebody. I feel like that's kind of getting into it's kind of getting into that that society where you're forcing your opinion on somebody else, right? Like you can't you can't make somebody say, hey, you can or you cannot engage in this. You, you right? can't let one specific group. Of people say that nobody. It's, it's, you see what I'm saying? Person, yeah, right? that, that becomes dangerous because now what you're doing is that's just like it's just like when people take up the election or Republican and Democrat all the way too far, right? Like it's like 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 they're mutually exclusive. Like one, you can't have one thing and and still be understanding to the other, right? Like I feel like that gets away from us as humans. Like you can't do that because it, it's okay to disagree. Right, like that's that's, and especially yeah. in America, where that that's the the basis of this country is. It's okay for you guys to disagree. Not even the country as a human being. Fact choices. The fact that I have a choice to whether I want to listen or not listen, and I should have the right to stay out loud. I don't fuck with him for this reason. Right. I don't like, but for because me, him, and him, and him don't like what you say. Why the hell can't nobody else listen to it? Why would I have the power to cancel? And let's be real. Where, where is the council culture coming from? Because black people are not counseling anybody. White people are not counseling Yeah, but I mean, black people are in it. You can hurt a career. We counsel because you. Not one person black people are counseling. We hurt his career. So well, people don't want to listen to them. Right. I mean, no. I, I, I feel like there's there's black people who are included in in cancel culture, right? Because mm-hmm. say say if somebody drops the M bomb, right, and then they're not black. Like from, uh, black Frank, Kramer. Kramer. No, that's the Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, the Seinfeld dude. Cancel. Cancel. Right. Like like when we hear racial slur, uh, Gruden, cancel. Cancel. Right. Like it's it's like so. I mean, you can't say like I feel like black people are included. Right, because they're part of the cancel culture. They are. My question is: Can you name an artist? Can you name a person right now, other than Dave Chappelle, that is canceled? I go first. I got one. Go Jay Z. You cannot cancel him. You can't do it. They, they'll try. They try. You, <laughs> you can't cancel. Him. And I think one of the criteria for being not you, for being uncancelable, if that's the thing, <laughs> or, um, if, if you, oh, put it in the dictionary, right? Is, <laughs> One of my worst. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's that's deep air dictionary right here. I think it's I think for you not to be able to be canceled, you have to you have to have a platform to where you already speak your mind all the time. 
right? You can't yeah, think. Yeah, I yeah. think Dave Chappelle had that, right? He's been he, doing it. Yeah. Dave Chappelle, you could go back and find the first offensive thing he said at 16, right? When he started <laughs> comedy. Yeah. Well, he was on Def Comedy Jam talking yeah. about the cops breaking into his yeah. house. Yeah. And he was just like, yo, this is my house. And they said, oh, he put pictures of his stuff on the wall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Dave Chappelle came for everybody in his very first time he had a mic in his hand. And I think, you know, it's, it's coming from a genuine place where he doesn't pick on anybody. Hmm. It's not a, it's not a, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm punching down on you or having a, I'm poking at this particular group of people. He, the basis of his shows is to show everybody that everybody's human. Right. True. And True. I, and I think that because of that, so you can't cancel Jay-Z, what? same thing. You put Jay in that same thing? Jay, same thing. I, 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 let's move forward. I can't talk to anybody else. Those are the only two people you think are cancer proof? That's the first one that came to mind. I, I might be yeah. able to think of something. I, I, I was asking Rod. Rod, I, I'm, I'm Dutch? Who cancer proof in your mind? If somebody comes with Beyonce, you still on Rod? I mean, if somebody comes cool, you know who I think is cancer proof? Okay. Obama. Obama's cancer They tried. They tried. Time and time again, right. they tried. Right. But part of that is your your makeup. Like, the you have to be who you really are. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't be a fictional, fictional character of who people want you to be. Again, he has a platform. Right? Yeah, yeah. He just made up a word, my bad. <laughs> fictional. I didn't make it up, I just said it wrong. <laughs> that, that was a real word. Yeah, just that, that was one of the cuffs. Fictional is a word. Yeah. If, if you add a, a, a root or, or, or a suffix, way don't do it no more. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, Obama is cancer I think so, and I think he has the platform, both right? Both Obama started writing books before people knew his name, and I think that's that right there makes you cancel proof, right? Because even if if we if he were to be canceled, he can put out on his own platform his side of the story, and people will listen. I think when you say Obama, you have to say both, because I think Michelle Obama is cancel proof also. They can for they can for both of them. Yeah, I think she's cancel proof also. Um, if, and I know cancel proof is probably something that is a topic that not pe- not many people are speaking about. But there's certain people in my mind that are can- Richard Pryor was early days, but that was on a national on national TV. But that was before cancel culture. That was before that cancel culture because because Eddie Murphy, the Eddie stuff, Murphy, the stuff he said back then. Could not he be said right now. Yeah. He, he even came back and apologized for it, yeah. which. I think you should never have. I mean, you can apologize for stuff you said when you're younger, but when you're younger, that's your mentality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're supposed I, got, to I got another one. Seth MacFarlane, the creator of Family Guy, yeah. the creator of um, American Dad, mm-hmm. he's the creator of Ted. Like, those, those kind of satire uh, shows canceled their cancel proof. Because, but because they, he they comes from everybody. Pun, but they derived upon that. They, yeah. The whole basis of that is is their shock value. Exactly. Say yeah. And but also that his face is not attached to that. Who well, knows what now. my father, my father looks like? You know, you know the name maybe if you look at the show. They do but now. He's not a public. Figure. Yeah, but I feel like ever since Ted and ever since he put his face out there, he goes the red carpet. So like he's won awards, right? Like so for that now people know his face. They're starting to. The yeah. thing with. That I give a lot of credit for to Seth MacFarlane for is let's remember what network he was putting that show out on. Yeah, 
He was putting that out on Fox. On Fox. Some of the most hard right people that you could ever meet. And he puts he and he trashes them on on the yeah. show. This yeah. on Fox. He's, yeah. like, he's like he's yeah. doing Family so Guy. Right. He's like, don't worry, nobody watches the show after this. Like yeah. you know, like yeah. you can do this. Right. That was my topic. I like it. I like that one. All right. Uh, my topic that I wanted to bring into this episode was. What are some of the things that you witnessed from your parents and other adults as a kid that made made you who you are as far as like your terms of your work ethic? So we kind of had a small conversation, <laughs> right? We had a small conversation about how we watched our parents work hard as crap, right? We watched the people, adults work hard as a mug and, and it, it changed us and it kind of molded us into who we are. So what's your thoughts on that? So I think for me, my father, of course, was a was a military guy. Um, you know, army at 18. Um he had four kids by the age of 22. Ooh. Yeah. So even, even being out work. I, I was number four right here. Yeah, he um he was really working. Yeah, he, he was he was working while while he was able to. <laughs> he put his his, his body is he put it to work. But yeah, so I feel like it was a, a situation for me where I you know, as his as his kids and like I feel like we never really wanted for anything, but at the same time you could tell that we couldn't just have anything, right? Like it it was especially being that my, my mother passed when I was two. Right. And then he got That's remarried true. again while I was four. So it was a time where it was really weird. I feel like I, I joke with people and I say I grew up to have just enough money to to live in the suburbs without every without all the stuff that the people had around me, right? Like <laughs> suburb adjacent. Yeah. Like like Chappelle said, I was I was just rich enough to grow up poor around white people. <laughs> like that that's that's kind of how, like, I, I I identified with him when he said that because I was like, that that's kind of how I felt, right? Like, it's like I had a, a a beautiful location, you know, I was in a beautiful neighborhood in the suburbs, but I couldn't really have too much, like, and, and I felt like I was game like, cast. right. I got a game cast. I can't afford that shit. It's like game cast. Oh man, yeah, but um, that was. That was kind of like what, what my what my upbringing was, and I feel like it it taught me how to work hard because I had to get my headphones right. It taught me how to work hard because uh, I I saw that my dad was the type of person that you know he was you put him on his own and he's just he's just another dude down the way, right? But like when it came to his family, he had a different mindset, like. He would he would drop anything oh. and everything. Oh. We gotta pause. Oh, we got a phone. We call. got a first phone call. Let's, so we do a second. If you answer a call on the on the line, you gotta take it out loud. Let's go then. I'm What's trying behind? to answer my phone. <laughs> Speaker <laughs> number one. <laughs> Let's go then. Oh, my iPhone ain't updated, so it won't be the first time. Dang. Sorry. I, 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 How about next? So we when he briefly briefly said something Ooh. about this earlier. Well, he briefly said something. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a word. <laughs> Go ahead. Ten cup rock. Right. Uh, 
So when you briefly said something about this earlier, I had, I had just heard something the other day on TV where a guy had said, or on social media, something where a guy said, tough times make for strong men. Mm-hmm. Strong men make for easy times. And easy times make for weak men. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I and then he said, and I was just saying, and I said, that is the God out of the street. That's heavy. Right. We grew up, like he said, suburb adjacent. Like, we won't in the ghetto or nothing like that. We was in a working class neighborhood. But I didn't have working class clothes. Like, <laughs> we had all the necessities that we needed. Everything. Right. Roof, food was in the refrigerator, all that. But you think for one second I'm going to get some J's? Or even <laughs> K-Swiss? Nike socks? None of that. I was in, in Kmart, hiding. <laughs> in the husky section, looking at jeans, scared to death that somebody will see. That's real. Like that was that was real. But what what we did do was my parents worked two jobs, night and day, both of them, and I was the last key kid. And I came home with a goddamn key on a shoestring around my neck at seven years old, let myself in, seven. not knowing not to answer the door or not to answer the phone. You get that fake phone, seven. that fake phone call. Yeah. And you answer it before call call ID yeah. and it be your mama. Why are you answering the goddamn phone? Yeah. <laughs> I told you not to answer the phone. Don't answer the phone. And I couldn't miss a day of school for nothing because we didn't have babysitters. So I had to go to school sick, which made me realize I'm gonna go to work sick. I'm gonna go like yeah. that work ethic that was installed me, seeing my parents do it, made me want to do it. And in turn, I said, Oh, my kids gonna have everything that I didn't have. And I'm not going to say on this episode or not whether that worked to the benefit or the <laughs> negative, but just know tough times made for a strong man, and a strong man made for easy times for some of these kids. Yeah. And we're going we're gonna to see to be continued with this. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So my father got locked up when I was prior to me being born. And it was locked up for murder. For mm. 30, for the first 16 years of my life. I, I didn't know that. I didn't either. That's crazy. 14 my, years, I didn't know that. That's great. Uh, my mom was 17 when she, 16 when she got pregnant, 17 when she had me, actually. So, it, she was already behind the evil on nothing. My father's side had my grandmothers and aunts who had established themselves coming from Churchill to Island Park. My grandmother was one of 22 people who brought a house in Highland Park and purchased it, black people that purchased a house in Highland Park. Because at that time, Highland Park was in Michael County. <coughs> Richmond ended up annexing it. But that was in Michael. Meadow Bridge, east, <laughs> east of Meadow Bridge, where First Avenue, Second Avenue, Third, Pollock, Pollock. <laughs> Carolina, all that, all that. Saying both was, ways was uh was was Henrico. So to buy a house out there was crazy for a single black female, not a family, you know, single black female with two kids at the time, three kids at the time. So I grew up the first couple of years in Creighton. I spent my one through seven in Creighton. That's a whole different mindset. That's the hood, the hood of the hood. It's a, a project. 
and it and it, the mentality there is get it while you can get it. And at the age of eight, third grade, I went from that to living in Highland Park. It is a complete complete mind shift. It is. Hey, get it how you can get it. So no, this is how you get it. And this is where you need to go to get it. And this is what you need to do in order to get it. So <clears throat> when I think of the work ethic, my grandmother was single from, uh, I'm going to say my entire life. I'm 48. She was single all but maybe a half a year. So she was raising nine kids by herself. Mm. She was working two jobs, had everybody had assignments, and y'all call them chores now, but those were your assignments, and you ain't complete your assignment. I said, well, that's Mr. Post, man. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't just her that was going to beat you. It was everybody up below her. All her children below her were going to bust you in your head because you just made her mad, which just pissed off this person, which pissed off this person, which pissed off this person. This is secondary parents. Yeah, you gotta get it from everybody. So I saw the work ethic. And I saw the hustle game. I saw both parts of it. So my work ethic did came from partly of part of her and part of him, part of the rest of the family. Because the rest of the family, they would uncles, aunts, they would do what they had to do in the house. If their job was to pick you up, pick up eight kids, pick up whatever, pick up whoever from the bus stop and walk them to their houses, that's exactly what they did. And then they were free to do whatever they wanted to do for the rest of the day because they completed their assignment. So I always look at it like, yo, do what you need to do in order to Thrive, but when it's your time, have fun with it. Wild out with it. Speaking directly on this topic, something I'm not proud of. That probably I should be. I had perfect attendance in school. You should be proud of that. To the 12th grade of senior skip day. Damn. Damn. Because my parents would not let me <laughs> not go to school. That's crazy. You sick, nice. yeah. go to school sick, and then you really sick, we'll come get you. No one that was at work, they won't come to get you. <laughs> but that was the setup. Like, if you sick, go to school. If you really sick, we'll come get you. Like, and that had led me directly to this day today. I don't miss work. You don't. He does sick. not miss work. I miss work. Because I scheduled that shit because I got something to do. Not because I'm sick. Because I know above all, the first thing is you do what you're supposed to do. He got 746 hours. <laughs> I can be sick for the next three years. And he's good. And, and to contrast that, uh, it was handle your business. And sometimes it's the, the other side of of me was I watched my grandmother work at kindergarten in the morning from 5 30 to 9 to 7 30. Goddamn, from 5 30 in the morning when she would wake up in the morning and have to go make prepare their breakfast for the kids. Now mind you, 
we couldn't go to kindergarten. We were her kids. She as an employee. But we couldn't afford to go to kindergarten. She yes. couldn't bring her kids with her to kindergarten. Her grandkids. Her kids better than y'all. Yeah. 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 She would go there and do that all day. Get off at like 7. 7.30, she get home. And 8, 9, she would leave out of the house again and go teach a class. Once again, you listen to uh, Vision of Gap, Conscious and Breathing, CME, bitch. Vision got constant breathing. I don't know where to go from here, y'all. And y'all and y'all and dove deep. I all only. I didn't even think we were gonna be deep. We just now getting it. After this episode six, we're gonna have some people laugh with us. Y'all just y'all just going head first into the shit. So uh, I get that post going. I'm gonna touch on none this heavy to me. Looking at us, and I touched on the whole black man thing, part of black man is family. I want to know from y'all the pros and cons of being an adult adult. And when I say adult adult, because you can be grown, that, that's the ice right there. We said, but uh, <laughs> you can be grown and not be an adult. Sound effect. A grown is you, you're 21, and you know, you could be paying your rent. You know, having your cell phone bill and shopping out your mom's refrigerator like I was doing at that age. But grown grown is you you got people depending on you. You got you got a family. You come home, you know what I'm saying? And whether it's a mortgage rent or whatever the case may be, you got people counting on you. You got a home base. You know what I'm saying? Well, you could you could be an adult at 27, 28, 29 and not be grown grown or adult adults at 33, 34, 35. All right. Sure. And it's pros and cons of both. True. Because I had a ball being grown. <laughs> yeah. Like 21, 22, man, I got it all in. Right? <laughs> Bloomer, you know, starting at 18, I had a ball being grown, grown. I mean, being just grown. Right. But as being an adult adult. Flip the script. Man, it's, it's, it's a different feeling. Yeah. And I'm going to start off my list. Okay. Some pros and like, being just um, just being grown, I feel like going to work, I was always missing something. I'm missing the next party. I'm missing the next go out here. Yeah. I'm missing like, oh, I should have been there. Okay. I feel like I gotta gotta be at places. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Broke is a joke, but I feel like I always gotta be going out and doing something. And it was fun. It was a good time. You know what I'm saying? Being a, just being an adult. You ain't got nobody to make rules to tell you what to do. You got to do this. You got to do that. You ain't got no real responsibility. So if I want to spend this glass dollar on some some J's or you know going to a show a or t-shirt, you know what I'm saying, a t-shirt <laughs> or whatever, I can do that because I ain't got nobody else to but me. I ain't got no responsibility but me. Yeah, that was fun. I'm gonna tell you what. One fun was coming home on Friday night from work and feel like you got to find something to do because it's Friday night. Like, I can't be comfortable in my own skin sitting in the house. I got to find somewhere to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Even when I, I was getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning, I got to find something to do. You know what I'm saying? I got to, I got to portray my character. I got to, I got to have this, yeah. this car shine up. 
set up lawn chairs and lit the, lit the, lit the grill. <laughs> now, mind you, think about where you're not, It's a nightclub right there. We can see it. People are parking behind our house and in front of our house. In the Shaco area? This is not. Nah, this is Broad Goshen. Okay. Average is, oh, is Broad and uh, whatever that side street is. Uh, all right. And on the corner before is now Aladdin, but it was next to Aladdin. Right. So Aladdin piece. So we're looking at the club. People are parking in front of our house. We are college kids. We got part-time jobs. And we're not all full-time college kids. We're part-time college kids right. with part-time jobs. Basically, 
churching up, putting our money up so that everybody paid 150, we could pay rent. Everybody pays $38, $30, and we get groceries. Everybody paid. So you're looking at 150 for rent, $30 for groceries, and another 15, 20 for liquor. So you you put up, you're looking at like under $200 and you live good. And as long as we're all doing that, then we're fine. But I think that's still part of being an adult and not being grown grown. Yeah, like we were that's, that's part of being an adult. Yeah, but I didn't have that being that I didn't have to keep up the persona. Okay. Well, no, that was just part of yeah. it. Keep, yeah. But in totality, I'm just saying the whole difference between Spending for yourself and doing for you and only worrying about you. Yeah. And you understand. And even if you have a kid at a young age, yeah. just that that sense of that. Yeah. You that, have no other responsibilities. Right. You understand? The, yeah. the no responsibilities part I went through. That, but I, I had a team with me. So and they weren't just with me. We were all with each other. It was a team. Right. So that our our fitted dollars looked like two hundred in the club. But that persona part that you talk, that's the difference in the area. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Part East End, mm-hmm. which we argue about all the time. That's the True. difference in, in, in but, keeping but, but the team was in Highland Park. My team was in Highland Park. My team was West End, East End, South End. Like My West team End, was yeah. from everywhere. Right. Churchill, it was, we, they were from everywhere. We just came together basically on some basketball and ended up being great friends to this day. But we, we all went through it. Like, when Cash was really, really on it and getting Ava Rex and you, you pull up to the when when you were on it and getting and money would start flashing and you the dudes with money was getting chicks, we was getting those same chicks. With like I said, we churched up and got two bottles, three bottles, four bottles. And instead of going to the club and throwing money or flashing, we didn't. Come right from the same dude with the 30 inch cube. <laughs> Come from the same dude. And it sounds like you kind of went through that phase. You just, you might have went through it at a younger age. I was 22, 20, I was 18 to 25. He went through it. He, it was, it was different for him. It yeah. Was, it, was it was different. different. It's still a yeah. stage. Because it's still, yeah, it's all respectfully, it's still a stage. Yeah. The stage that I went through, it was a lot easier than most people went through because I didn't have to. Show money. I didn't have to flash. I didn't have to get out there and do and have and because we realized early, hey, look, it's not the money is not gonna bring you the girl. The the car is not gonna bring you the girl. The house is not gonna bring you the girl. What you say to her and how you say it gets you the girl every time. Yeah, but it's not just about the girl at that age, right? Like so at that age, it's about it, it, that's the driving. Force. Yeah, the driving force was the girl. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, I mean, yeah, but yeah. I mean, as as far as like he said, like spending your last just to be a part of what everyone else is doing, right? Like yeah. you wanted to be keeping up. You know, it's yeah. almost like high school but extended. We never, we never did the keeping up thing. But it's it's not even it's not even the keeping up. When we talk about just being an adult, I think I'm talking about the responsibility and the but the feeling. Right. The feeling you the feeling, get yeah. has been yeah. grown grown. Yeah. Right. And for me, yeah. it's it's it hasn't come yet, but it's gonna be the residual yeah. of what the kid like of 
paying the for for your kids and watching what they come yeah. up to do right. and knowing yeah. that you're breaking your back yeah. for exactly. them. Yeah. And you're doing it for other yeah. people other than you. Exactly. Yeah. As opposed to when you're younger and, and it was just you. It's keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. 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 Having yeah. fun. It's just yeah. you. Right. Right. Like how the feeling. That, just the feeling. Yeah. Like yeah. I had fun back then. Yeah. Oh, I had fun. Yeah. But it's not the same thing. Right. Yeah. And I feel like I definitely went through those stages, and I feel like they were clear and concise for me. Yeah. Because I, I know for me, I couldn't wait to get out of my parents' household. <laughs> like for me, right? Like it, like I said, growing up, growing up in the suburbs, um, in, in a place where, again, I could, I could, I had a, a good, a good uh, support system, but I didn't have a lot of my own. Right. Like. Even if my dad had a little bit of money, when he started having money, he had money. I had no money. It was, should right? always be clearly known. Right. To the kid. Right. I got money. I got a check. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, I think when I first moved out and even being in my dorm room and having my own apartment the first two years, like, to me, that was adult stage, right? Like, I had a, I had a car. Um, I mostly only went to work for the first two years, like... But I had the freedom, the autonomy, right? So I could go somewhere, and like you said, it it, it brought it it brought that, it home for me. When you say a Friday night, you had to get into something. Do something. And I, I worked, was... and I got off work at nine o'clock, and like clockwork, I'm hitting everybody up in my car what on the way doing? back. Like, what's what's good? What's what's going? Where about it? And even if I didn't have the money, I would spend the money driving for the gas to get wherever I was, just because if I knew if I can get there, I was gonna have a good time, yeah. even with no money. Right, like that—that's what—that's what it was about. Right? And that was a, a good time to right. us. Right, and it time. was like, it was like, like you said, the responsibility was different, but the risk was also different, right? Mm. Whereas now, being a—I won't even skip to the last stage. Being grown, right? You're not grown, grown, but you're grown, right? So even I would say in, in that stage, that was like the the in between twenty five and thirty for me. For where again, I, I moved away from my parents, right? About two hours away. But I knew that if I if I can myself, if I got into some shit, they're not just gonna be able to just get me out because they don't they're not even a drive away, right? Like I knew that if I spent all my money, I'm gonna have to find a way. I'm gonna get I'm gonna have to get into that hustle mode to where I, I get more income almost instantly because my parents are gonna be like, okay, well. You on your own now. What'd you do with your money? Right? You're not you're not an undergrad no more. Like what what's what's happening with you? You're working. With yeah, your money. you chose, you made the conscious, you made the conscious move to move two hours away. Right? And my dad had that conversation with me. Like, yo, I you know, I got your back. I got you if you need anything. But you two hours away, right? Mm-hmm. He got a whole family, he still got he still got the crib at home, right? My brother's still there in the house. So it's like, well, you know, you you're a man now, basically, is what he's saying. Like you you gotta find out how to how to get it on your own. Young, and that's the difference between having what you need and having what you want, right? So so being at the stage that we all are, and maybe you can't answer this openly, which one do you enjoy more and why? Why why, why can't you answer it openly? Because maybe you maybe <laughs> the quote unquote whole phase. <laughs> Fun phase, party phase. Maybe that it's three married yeah. dudes in there. I, 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 I think I like the 
I like the stage, the, the in-between stage, right? Like, I don't like the adult. I mean, I don't like the grown. I don't necessarily like the adult. I think grown, grown. In the middle, <laughs> right? Like, that's the stage grown, that I grown. like. Grown, grown. Because, like, even, like, let's say, you know, and, and it may be prior to getting your property and getting married, right? Like, those are the two biggest things, yeah. right? And I feel like that stage was kind of cool only because you had the hopes and dreams of still getting there, of still getting settled down, still getting, or, you know, at least making some something of yourself more than what you were. But at the same time, you're, you're higher than just being grown, right? Like you don't have to be somewhere on Fridays. You don't have to have the facade. You don't have right. to show out, right? You don't have to do those dumb things that we did just to prove that we're adults. Yeah, just to prove we out here. I, we out here. I, I can say my uh, adult, my in, introductory to adulthood was introductory is a word. <laughs> that that's real. That's a real. That's a real one. Introductory or oh, introductory. Oh, Lord. depends on where you're from. <laughs> depends on depends on what side of the James River you're from. <laughs> no, no. Go ahead. But that I would say, like, I did it. I did it, did it. Yeah. And I can undoubtedly say this stage is the best. Man. Like yeah. not having to like it's pressure. Right. It's pressure to come with it. Right. But the upside to me, like I just like this life. I like coming home to the stability. That's what it is. Right. Uh, I went through a stage like that's a good that's a good word right there. I, I went my phase of because I started late, you know what I'm saying? People were starting to be booed up. And I was just coming to my freedom. So every movies, every couple of things, I was either stag or had a random chick to the point they was just like, we can't invite him because he yeah, really yeah. Like, it, it won't no fun. Like, that's right. what I wanted to do. Now I see with the good part of it. Like, I, I'm good. Like, I'm good. And I was like, oh, is it on? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Um, which one did I enjoy the most? And which one would I prefer to be our two different things? I enjoyed the because don't get yourself in trouble now. Never. <laughs> I enjoyed the the grown the grown phase. Not the grown grown. The okay. grown phase. I enjoyed that because that was more of me and my head is more than anything else. Me and my dudes more than anything else. And the loyalty back then, which and still is, is was different than I didn't find that loyalty again until I got married. Right. Like that loyalty, the loyalty that my dudes have, that my hitters have, that my town drunks have, I didn't find it again until I got married. Even when I had my first child, it was okay. I was still plotting. it. I was still, matter of fact, three of my dudes, three of the dudes that I hang out with that are, I consider my best friends, three of the five, two of them were bouncers in nightclubs. So getting in was free. VIP was free. We was doing all that. We was still there. So I enjoyed that portion because we walk up to the line and it's a line and we walk up to it and start laughing and chuckle all the way up to the front. And you're like, how are these dudes that's not wearing big chains that didn't pull out in this that didn't do this, that don't look like this. How are these little dudes getting in before me? And like we got in. And we walked in because the bouncer came to the door and was like, hey, you, you, you. 
man, come on, and let us in. And we just walked in. I feel like some of the, the later stages of the stories we're going to have between the three of us is going to be crazy. Serious. Coming no, from you, serious. Uh, me, promoting parties, you, DC, Georgetown, BCU alumnus, like yeah, some of the serious. stories we're going to have, like part of the reason for this podcast is the it's, stories. It's, it's going to be some stories. It's going to be unreal. I can tell you that right now. And, and hopefully we, we stay uh, relevant. No, uh, sober enough. <laughs> <laughs> that we, we won't we won't take the story, but we we won't get in no trouble. Man. Right? Because anybody who goes uh, dirty dozens, Richmond, <laughs> East End, Virginia Union, North State, some, say some of the parties we didn't throw up. That's ambiguous. Rest in peace, Paul. DJ Paul. DJ P Funk. Yo, some of the parties. I'll see your voice. I'll see your voice. People, dirty dozen. Like some of the parties, epic. Real quick, Rando. 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 What's up? I swear to y'all, this is a true story. I'm gonna give y'all two minutes for this true story. It's embarrassing, so I'm gonna get it to y'all. Okay. We didn't have respectfully. (laughs) We didn't have. I like I said earlier, the first eight years. In my life, I was in Creighton with a single mother, one kid living with her mother in Creighton. So it's my mother, my aunt, my other aunt, and my grandmother, and myself living in a three-bedroom in Creighton. Mm. All right. Halloween comes around. We ain't got money for no Halloween costume. <laughs> we got nothing. Yo. So he like, yo. What am I going to be for Halloween? What is it? And my, my grandmother's side has a little bit of money. They grinders. They're about that money. They're like, yeah, what do you want to be for Halloween? I was like, I don't know. Superman. I don't know. I don't know. You know, you get the bad mask, the bad suit. Nah, half a costume. Yeah. All right. My mother was like, no. If you're going to be a, if you're going to be a Halloween, if you're going to dress for Halloween, I got you. So, for years, she would make Halloween costumes right. out of regular clothes. Not like, ooh, I'm going to alter this regular clothes and make it a Halloween. No, not the sheet with the holes in it, because right. we needed that shit. This is going to make a costume out of regular clothes. So, one year, I think I was a chicken wing. A chicken. How the fuck do you do a chicken? <laughs> yeah. I want to know that. Yeah. You go with, like your hair with the gristle and then you put water on like what the how do you be a chicken? Brown shirt, brown pants, brown shoes. When you ring the doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. When you ring the doorbell. You stand you I told my kids about I told my kids and my wife just started. I was like, man, y'all like it. That's the most ridiculous shit. You were all brown. (laughs) It held your elbow up. And it had to be matching browns. It was a chicken wing. A chicken wing. That's head up, leg up. Was that that right leg? Check that right leg behind it. That's the the Halloween. Was you breaded? That's the Halloween. I was was chicken wing. You just crushed my shit because I I wear shit with, like, put back a fucking. Even though you had mask and family, nah, like you just could get the mask. Just, nah, my dad took soot 
of the wood stove and put that shit under my eye. I guess I was half football player with no helmet, a cape, so I guess I was half superhero and regular fucking clothes. I don't know what I was. What the hell is yeah, that? I was I was mixed too. And it's funny because Halloween does always run around football season. So I don't know, I think at least three years I would put my football gear on. <laughs> and basically just take whatever makeup that my sisters had and I would be some kind of mutant football player. And I did it more than one time. Yeah. I know I did that yeah. more than one time. I've been multiple things that were made up from the closet that I normally wore right. to school. Not that it's going to be the fucking chicken. <laughs> oh, right. that. Like, that's a janitor. Yes. That's a you UPS worker. Like, yeah. like, you could you gotta have a code. You said, you said, I wanna throw a Snickers at you. <laughs> Did anybody guess that? <laughs> you know what's bad when you gotta explain the the what your costume is. You, you are the worst family food answer ever. <laughs> like you're nothing. Ask the hundred people. What does he look like? Chicken wings. Survey says. You got 100 different answers. <laughs> That was, that was not on the board. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing is on the board. Yeah. 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 Her accept money from my grandmother's side. That's so That's she was like, No, I got him. So then we're like, No, we, we don't buy the costumes. She's like, No, I got him. And that would be random things on Halloween. Like, right. you would want everybody would want to be Superman. And you're like, No, Superman White. Made the basis of who you are, but she did not have you. <laughs> she, she said, I got you. That was, that was <laughs> she was like, Oh, I got you. She would not take, she would not take that money, so she would make us leave. It make all my brother. We would be random. It was the old Comcast remote control. <laughs> <laughs> the shit with the wire. <laughs> You can the box inside the airport. Inside the airplane. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know what you want. <laughs> you are, you are iPhone one case. <laughs> you the, the smudge on my shoe. Her pride wouldn't let her take that money, so Real I, right. that's what she was doing. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yo. <laughs> How much time we got left? Must and that's that's pretty much it. I mean, we we can we can go ahead and have a statement and close it out. We got about a minute and a half. Oh no, let's do our buzzer beaters real quick, real quick buzzer beaters. Let's hit it up. Is that enough time? No, no. I don't know. My buzzer beater is go ahead for all you non-urban folks. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna put one specific group. Stop aggressively answering non-aggressive questions. If I say, hey, is that your remote control? Don't say, what? I'm getting so tired because we was raised not to say what to our parents. Right. But you can ask a non-urban person something, and their answer, if they don't hear you, is what? Right. I can't stand that shit. I can't stand okay. it. That's, that's my buzzer beat. What you got? You know what you Me? Yeah. All right, I'm going to go with 
protecting your energy, man. Just on the level of if you got goals, if you aspire to be something, if, if you're if you want to be known for something, just be be wary of those people who project their fears on you, right? Like those people who say, "Oh, you'll never be this, or you'll never make it that far," because they're scared of, because they've never tried. Right? Yeah. Like that's the thing. Even they be the ones that's close to you, the ones that you want their support from. They're they're the ones that be like, "Yo, nah." You know, like, like, yeah. just watch out for that. Yeah. And mine would be, yeah, raise your family different from how you were raised because we're living in different times. We live in times now where the internet is accessible. We live in times where things are learned differently. Raise your family different. Good. The outro of this week, bro. The outro this week is uh -oh. going to be uh -oh. a remix. What you listening to? <laughs> what is it? What describes <laughs> your mood, bro? Hold on, hold on. What's the this, vibe this, right now? This this is my <laughs> this is my remix. It's gonna have Jada kiss in it, I bet. I was telling you. That's all. I see if you gon' lie, you gon' love me. I was getting robbed way before I got the money. Honey, see something to start, they don't love me. Still I got stopped from the start, they don't sell it. Okay. Okay. Hold up. Hold up. She got a little, so what? Big bag, she's showing us. DMV, stand up. Wale. Let's go. Is that good? Hey, man, Cole. Okay. That's just shot, right? Huh? Is that just shot? The album? It's on Florence too. Yeah. Okay. Yo, the crazy part is he just dropped another project. Or he's an old. That was that. I just heard he's another one. Is that from a new one? He has Florence too that just dropped yeah. last week or yeah. two weeks ago, and he just dropped another project. Wale is he's on right now. Since I've been the star, they don't love me. Yo, Cole merch that drum. Yeah. When Cole, when Cole hit. Yo, play that Cole verse from the jump, though. From that episode, we got three episodes. Uh, it'd probably be two. For real, we could mix them in together. It could be 45 minutes, 50 minutes. But can we do 45 minutes? Yeah. Because the first one was like 30. It's, it's more than 30. We're pissed for jogging. I know all my hoes miss me. I'm a landmine here. Come here. That was a problem, bro. I've been thinking. Yeah. That shit crazy. 